marijuana smoking, experts point out, can make a helpless addict of its victim within weeks, causing physical and moral ruin and death. The first legally sold marijuana here goes to an Iraqi war veteran. A new insurance study out this week looked at car crashes in several states that allow the use of recreational marijuana. Barry Peterson. You're a doc. You've studied this. You've talked to the researchers. You're right. saying marijuana can kill cancer cells. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Marijuana is illegal under federal law. States have legalized recreation. It's no wonder you can't open your eyes. What do you expect doping yourself up with this wrong stuff? What do you know about pot? Good morning. My name is Jen and you are listening to the Cannabis Hour. This is a bi-weekly radio program where we discuss all things cannabis. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I've got a really fun show for you. I have a record number of great guests that will be joining us today. And we're going to be talking all about the Harvest Ball, which is an Emerald Cup event that is coming up this weekend in just two days, um, Friday and Saturday. It's going to be an incredible event for this community. And we're going to talk all about that. I have the Emerald Cup founder, Tim Blake, here on the show with me, and he's going to tell you all about what you can expect. I also have Michael Katz from the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance here, and Tim and Michael are going to tell you all about the Small Farmers Initiative, which is a really important thing that is happening right now. And then I have a group of really awesome um, small cannabis farmers here on the call with me today as well. And they're going to be telling you all about the awesome stuff that they're bringing to the Harvest Ball and where you can find them. So this is going to be a party of a cannabis hour today. So tune in and get ready to have some fun and get really excited for this weekend. So I'm going to go through and introduce all my guests for you listeners. So you know everybody that's here with us today. And they're all going to say hi after I introduce them. So first off, we have Tim Blake. Tim, do you want to say hi to everybody real quick? Hello there, and uh, thanks for having us, Jen. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. So that is Tim Blake. He is the founder of the Emerald Cup. And next up, I have Michael Katz from the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance. Michael, you want to say hi? Sure. Good morning, Jen and Tim and everyone. It is always uh, such a pleasure to be here, and it's so exciting to be able to talk about something as incredible for our community as this upcoming Emerald Cup Harvest Ball. So grateful for everyone involved and really looking forward to come together this weekend. Me too, Michael. Thank you for being here. And next up, I have Phil Cruz from Mendocino Family Farm. Phil, do you want to say hi? Yeah, good morning from Mendocino Family Farm, everybody. This is a really good day for everyone to uh, join together and talk some good stuff about that Emerald Cup. So we're looking forward to it. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for being here. And Chia, Chia from Rivershy Farms and our crown of flowers. Chia, do you want to say hi? Yeah, good morning, everybody. Thanks so much for having us. And um, it's really exciting to be able to talk about something fun on the radio about cannabis. <laughs> Usually it's a little dismal, so happy to be here. Thanks for having us. I so agree. Definitely good vibes today. And next up, I have Blair Auclair. Blair wears many hats, but I will introduce her as a farmer from with um, the wonderful farm Radical Herbs. Blair, would you like to say hi? 
Yeah, good morning, everybody. Um, it's awesome to be here. Super excited to be on this radio show with all of you and really looking forward to the party this weekend and being able to share space in the Hall of Flowers with all these amazing farms from around the state. So thanks so much. Thank you, Blair. And I also have Marty here for Marty Wana. Marty, would you like to say hi? Good morning, Mendocino County and beyond. I'm, I'm happy to be involved in a part of this phone call or uh, a radio show, excuse me, and uh, be a part of the Emerald Cup. Just looking forward, like Blair said, to the party this weekend. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, it's funny, Marty, we do do so many phone calls and Zoom meetings this day because of the pandemic. So it's like a phone call, but also a radio show. So you're not wrong. (laughs) And we also have Nate here from Higher Heights Farms. Nate, do you want to say hi? Hey, greetings, everybody. Yeah, thankful to uh, have the opportunity here both uh, this morning on the radio and as well to be out at uh, Emerald Cup this coming week. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's something that I started going back in the area 101 days, as I'm sure a, a number of uh, listeners and other folks on the call here can relate. And, uh, you know, it's just been amazing to watch it build and become such a focal point for our culture uh, in Northern California and, and watch it, you know, draw people from nationwide and, and even worldwide. I've, I've met people from all over the world at this event. So it's, it's pretty cool to, uh, you know, see it continue to grow and uh, really be a, a good basis for a lot of us as farmers to uh, join up and show off what we're doing and, um, you know, build the the culture and the community. Awesome. Thank you, Nate. And that is such a great segue into us giving the floor to Tim to tell us all about what's up with the harvest ball this weekend. Tim, you can take it away. Thanks. Well, you know, uh, Nate, there weren't that many people there at that first one at Area 101. So uh, that's, that's quite a feat if you were there because there was you know, less than 200 people and there's not many people remember that one, but uh, grateful for you being there. And thanks to KZYX, KZYX and you, Jen, for uh, always being there for the cannabis you know, community. It's really uh, wonderful to have your support. Uh, this year, we're doing something for the first time. We're doing an Emerald Cup Harvest Ball. Uh, as everybody knows, we're moving the main event to LA because it's the best place for our contestants, our vendors, our sponsors, and and really all the consumers to get, you know, in direct contact with, uh, with LA. Uh, so that's really exciting, but we're really uh, happy to come back and do this harvest ball. People really wanted to still gather. They wanted to see the latest genetics, get together and do some business, uh, see the tribe really uh, come together as a community for the celebration of the, of the year's harvest. And so we're very excited to put that on. And uh, we've got a great lineup coming in. Uh, I think the, the best lineup I've ever uh, seen produced really, not just the, uh, the main, the main events with uh, Big Wild and uh, Trevor Hall and uh, Mr. Carmack and whatnot, but but undercards like Free Creatures, Bumpin' Uglies, and Monophonics and Irie and Dumpster Funk. It's just going to be a lot of fun, couple stages, uh, great panels coming in. Uh, you know, we've got the genetics as always with Jesse Dodd leading it with Todd, Mean Gene, and Ed. And, uh, you know, we've got a couple of psychedelic panels, uh, really, you know, cutting edge stuff going on with psychedelics. It's amazing. And then, you know, uh, you know, interesting one sexual cannabis under the covers with, uh, Julie and Ashley Monta and, uh, you know, Lizzie Jeff and just, you know, talking about where, uh, where we can go with, uh, you know, sex and cannabis and just be open about it. And, uh, so we're really looking forward to the panels. We're looking forward to the music, but I'm, I'm really just looking forward to after two years 
of really being separated from the, the community, even myself, you know, maybe some small events or different things, but most of us haven't seen each other for a couple of years. And the, the energy and the excitement, the buzz of people just wanting to get together and just cut loose and party and have some fun and just get by this challenging, you know, time we've had over the last two years uh, and move forward into a better space. So it's a great way to end the year for the community. And uh, we're very excited about that. And uh, with that in mind, we, uh, uh, we really wanted to do something to help the small farmers in this challenging time. I hear everybody talking about, we really want to talk about the, the good things that are going on and the good times. But we all, we all know that it's been a very challenging year, a very challenging few years, really, for small farmers and products, uh, product makers around the state. And uh, we've come here you know, to this event to really rally around that, to give support. That's why we created the Small Farmers Initiative. And uh, God bless Michael Katz for all the work he's done and the rest of the team. And uh, we're just really excited for, for that part of it and to really help as many small farmers and take this program and carry it on to L.A. and always have it there because it's just gotten such a huge response. And the, the biggest thing that I've seen is that uh, the media and the press have really picked up on it. And they've said, well, what do you, what, why are you doing this? What's this all about? Uh, and they're really, they weren't really aware in some ways of just how challenged it's been for so many of us. And so it's really bringing attention to that plight that we're going through. And hopefully it'll really lead to some uh, really amazing changes. Uh, and we're going to culminate that with the rally on, on Saturday. Uh, so we're very excited about that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tim. And I think that's a great segue to Michael. Do you want to talk a little bit about the Small Farmers Initiative? And Tim, feel free also to chime into that conversation whenever you've got something to say, too. This is a really important part of the Harvest Ball, and it's the main focus of our show today. So I'm super excited to get our listeners educated on this. Sure. Well, yeah, grateful to be able to speak about this. And of course, grateful to Tim and Taylor and the Emerald Cup team for figuring out how to help make this happen. Uh, generally, we are blessed to be able to put together a program that really not just focuses on the incredible people and products in our community, but to provide that in such a way as to really enable more access for folks who, as Tim said, and as we all know, have been having uh, some struggles in the market side of things. And so this really was uh, a, a blessing to, to get a call and to be asked to help put together this program and really just the, the love and care that has flown in from around our community to help support it. You know, basically, Tim and Taylor came and said, we want to provide free space at the Cup for as many folks as we can. And obviously, they wanted to provide free space for everybody, but there are limitations. And so we worked together to figure out a system based on uh, licenses in different counties and inviting these heritage communities to uh, to apply and go through a lottery pro process to be selected. And ultimately, with the folks who were selected, which in the initial uh, round of the lottery was 27 operators, 27 farms, between collaborations and people figuring out how to split their space up, we are actually winding up being able to support over 40 small farms in this initiative, being able to bring products to the Emerald Cup for free. And not only that, but thanks to the involvement of Brandy Moulton and Sovereign, who are MCA members and uh, retailer and uh, complete cannabis uh, business professionals uh, who also have uh, space in Sacramento where they have a delivery service. Brandy has uh, volunteered her uh, retail and is enabling all the farmers to retain 90% 
of the price the of products that are going back to the producers after you know before for taxes are taken out and stuff and so really this is not just a free space but it's also an opportunity for people to retain so much more of the value of their product than they're traditionally able to get in the retail market and just all of these things coming together with distribution being uh donated by Redwood Roots from Humboldt and Mendocino Cannabis Distribution from Mendocino, what we have is a real supply chain collaboration to help provide direct financial support to our small farming community. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of it and to be able to see it come to life and to know that the intention is to continue it beyond this event into the Southern California events and into the future, because the small farming community is the backbone of California. California cannabis. California cannabis would not exist without our small farming community and the gay community from San Francisco that worked so hard to get uh, Props 215 passed, uh, the Compassionate Care Act. And so, you know, this is really a celebration and a coming together of this group to, to make sure that we are able to endure these challenges that we're facing and take steps to correct them and, and move forward together in a positive way. Yeah, and I can add to that. I just uh, I've been so touched by uh, Michael's uh, support, by Chris Anderson uh, from Redwood Brutes, uh, uh, you know, uh, Brandy, uh, you know, Janine Coleman, Nick Smigley, uh, the whole team. They're really putting all their time up for free uh, to ensure that the small farmers get as much of that uh, dollar amount back as they can. My team, my my under sponsor coordinator Gina, and the rest of the team have all worked for free. We've just given it up. Uh, because we really see how critical this is and, and what people really need to see, like I said, on a, on a PR and media presentation, because like Michael said, small farmers really built this industry over the last uh, 50 years. And without them, we wouldn't be where we are. And uh, it's not really right that we move into this new era of uh, success and leave so many of them behind. So I'm really, really uh, so grateful for their, their energy and what we've done. And uh it was an amazing process of how quickly it came together. Uh, we thought of Michael immediately and Chris Anderson, and, uh, and Michael took the lead. He's done an amazing job. Uh, I was telling him, I told people he could be the CEO of any company, how organized and uh, honored he was in getting all this together and really working hard to make sure that the uh, farmers got everything they could. But the whole, the whole community has really rallied around this. I'm so uh, proud that we're going to present this. And, uh, you know, it's a great moment for us to go in there and do something positive. And in addition to the to the marketplace and the craft yeah, cannabis yeah. culture component that will be there, we're really excited that there'll be two really dynamic panels that are put being put on as part of this, uh, one on Saturday at noon and one on Sunday at noon about the future of cannabis in California. So on Saturday, it's Legacy Cannabis Forward, and we'll be having a panel with Origins Council, Janine Coleman, and uh, all of our regional council partners, uh, as well as then on Sunday, there'll be a conversation with trade associations from around the state talking about how we're going to work together and what uh, we've identified as the key components for for this next year's uh, advocacy efforts. And then at eight o'clock on Saturday night, there'll be a really interesting panel uh, with the director of Ladybuds, the documentary, and Chia, who is a Ladybud, uh, and Amber Center and Jude Tillman uh, to discuss kind of this film and the impact that it's been having as far as being able to educate folks about 
what we have been going through as a community. So it's just a really great coming together of so many like-minded folks. And I'm just really excited and recommend that everyone get their medical cards because there's going to be a lot of options and it's going to be hard to narrow it down if you don't have one. Yeah, I, I love the the uh, rally that uh, we're going to do and what Janine came up with for kind of the, the slogan, you know, uh, the state's got this, uh, this is California cannabis, and she came up with this great idea that we are California cannabis and doing a real, a nice uh, shot from the stage of everybody standing up there and getting to see small farmers and all of us together that, you know, we're the ones that make California cannabis and we're the ones that present this. And, uh, you know, I got to give a shout out really quick uh they didn't ask for it. They never do. But it's, you know, the sponsors, the big sponsors that make it possible to do something like this. You know, this is over a $100,000 endeavor that was able to be done because Cookies and Puffco and Compound Genetics and Robe and Paneros Art and, of course, Humboldt Seed Company all are contributing to by their sponsorships and putting up the money so that we can actually do this. So it's it's not just the Emerald Cup. It's all those sponsors that really make this possible. And what time is this rally? I want to make sure everybody knows that's listening. It's the 355 uh, on Saturday. It'll lead right into the 420 celebration. So we'll do the big photo op with everybody on stage, and then we'll all light up together and celebrate the 420 moment. That is so awesome. I can't say how amazing it is that the small farmers initiative happened and just how fun it was to have any kind of contest to feel excited about. (laughs) It's like, it was so exciting when the announcement was made that um, there were going to be free booths given away because like you have both touched on and like most of our listeners know, small farmers are really struggling during this time. And it gets into this cycle where it's like, Oh, you're not pulling in enough profits. So you can't afford to do these big profile events that you need to do to pull in more profits. And we all know what that cycle leads to. So it's not only super helpful on an economic level, it also just got the community, I think, really excited at a time when we really needed to be excited about something. Yeah, you know, the other thing we're going to do is at 7 o'clock, we're going to um, give some awards out to some very, very deserving people. Uh, you know, one of them being Frenchie Cannoli with his, uh, his, his wife, Cammy picking that up for all the, you know, the uh, decades of work that Frenchie did to really uh, inspire and educate, you know, people throughout our community and around the world. And then Sweetleaf Joe from Sweetleaf Dispensary uh, Collective, who's, you know, delivered cannabis for free for over 25 years, just a selfless human being. Uh, it's a, that's a career. He's basically delivered cannabis for free from compassionate care to, to people unfortunate and, and in dire need throughout the Bay Area. It's just amazing. And then Pebbles Trippet, we're going to, uh, have the Cannabis uh, Trail Award go to her from Brian Applegarth and all the work he's done. So we're going to honor Pebbles uh, once again, very deserving. Everybody knows I consider her the patriot matriarch of our community. And then my friend Eric McCauley, who did 13 years of a 23-year prison sentence after leaving the cup for 100 pounds and getting busted in Missouri, spending most of his 20s and early 30s in jail and uh, representing the the uh, social justice aspect for all the people still in prison and the ones that are still suffering. And so uh, that's going to be really uh, a lot of fun too at the uh, the seven o'clock hour. And uh, we're looking forward to that too. That is awesome. I can't say again, how excited I am for this event. And before we move into the segment of the show, where we talk to our small farmers who are going to be there, Tim or Michael, is there anything more that you want to say about the event or the small farmers initiative? Well, I, for one, just uh, 
give thanks to our community all the years and and work that we've done uh you know we all know how tough it is in many ways this is an end of an era uh many of us won't go on but uh nobody can ever take what we've done i said once california went legal the rest of the country and the world would fall and that's what's happening very quickly and uh with federal legalization, you know, coming in soon and the rest of the world opening up, we'll get a chance, uh, to, to, as Emerald Triangle brands and farmers and across the state to, to survive, uh, once we can make it to that. And we really need those dispensaries to open up from a thousand to ten thousand. So there's much more diversity and, and ability to get our products in the shelves. Uh, but, but overall, I'm just very proud of all the OGs, all the legacy people, all the second, third, fourth generation people that have really made this possible for cannabis to take its rightful place you know, at the head of the agricultural table uh, and uh, as a sacred herb for, for our worldwide audience and, and for Mother Earth. So thank you for all you've done, everybody. Yeah, and I'd just like to say that I, I think it's so important in our community that we're able to come together and, and be together because this is this has been such a hard time and it does often feel like, uh, you know, the community is separated and people are alone because, you know, you're on your farm and you're like, how am I going to make this work? But coming together can create so much power and so much opportunity. And so we come together at this event and we raise our voices and we take that energy and we continue to build on it and direct it in productive ways and with Origins Council and MCA and our partners in Origins Council, the regional council, these trade associations that are doing this important work on the ground so that we can create the changes at the legislative and regulatory level that are going to do what we need to do for our community. And so we need to harness the way that we are feeling and we need to funnel it into productive change making efforts and that's what these organizations are doing and we're going to start to see more of that at the cup here and it's going to continue but i really just encourage everyone to get involved with your trade associations because what we are experiencing now the the primary way to get those changes made is by you know working hard raising our voices with the regulators with the legislators and we've got a long road to hoe but we're making incredible progress and we just have to keep at it so you know encouraging every one to keep going and and enjoy this weekend and take this community energy that we'll gather and use it to propel us forward to make the changes we need. Michael, you are an amazing speaker. Just one last shout out again to Janine Coleman for the Origins Council and what she's done over the years. Again, just selfless service for uh, for all those years, and we couldn't have a better um, you know evangelist for us. So thank thanks for her. Thanks for you too, Michael, and all the rest of the trade uh, the trade leaders. Yes, thanks to both of you two for making the time to be on the show and all that you two do. And speaking of our legacy OGs, we have a serious legacy OG here with us today, and that is Phil Cruz of Mendocino Family Farms. And Phil was one of the recipients of the Small Farmers Initiative booths, and he is so extremely deserving of that. So I am going to be giving the floor to Phil now to tell us all about himself, his story in cannabis, his farm, and what awesome product they're going to be bringing to the cup. So, Phil, you can take it away. Well, thank you, Jen. First, I want to thank you guys for allowing us in your family. Um, Medicino Family Farm is a 200-acre estate located on the headwaters of the Ill River. We have two daughters, Paula and Melissa, 
Paul is studying sustainable farming in Santa Rosa right now, and Melissa is a graduate from UC Davis and is a wildlife biologist. With uh, Sue, my wife, and I, 40 years of growing cannabis and the girls' education and lots of help from Lucas Rasper and Stephanie Martin, we feel we grow some of the best sustainably and wildlife-friendly sun-grown cannabis in Mendocino County. Um, getting to the ball, um, we're very excited about going into the ball. You know, it's a great opportunity for all us small farmers to come out and meet people and share these wonderful products that we've been working on for years. Uh, hopefully we can educate some people into uh, being into sun-grown cannabis because we know it's absolutely by far the best cannabis in the world. So, again, thank you for inviting us. And also, this is our first unveiling of our brand, so we're very excited about that. We're bringing out two heavy hitters, the Lemon OG and the Fatso OG. We have a few more, but uh, they're still being in process. But uh, we're happy to bring out these two OGs. I'm totally an OG guy. You know, both those strains will be at the top of the gas scale. So come on over and check us out, and we'll have some eights and some half ounces and even some one-ounce qualities. And we also have uh, our first edition T-shirt for sale as well. So... Come on down. Check us out. We're really, really fired up for all of this. Yes, Phil. I've had the pleasure of knowing you for a really long time, which is awesome. And I know that you do a lot of cannabis breeding. Um, and those two strains that you mentioned, are they strains that you bred? Do they have any of your original genetics in them that you've been working with? I know for like so many years. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Well, sure. 20 years ago when we bought this piece of property, um, we came back up. First, we were up here in the 80s, and and uh, camp program came in and got pretty thick on us. So we were figuring, well, we'll do the indoor. Well, that was a bad idea. The indoor just got me in trouble. I went to jail for a year for the indoor. And then uh, after I got off the probation, we came back up. To Humboldt and bought the or to Mendocino and bought this piece of property and a good friend in San Francisco was telling me about this OG Kush that uh, was coming up from LA and it took me like two years to talk him into giving me a clone so we finally got the clone up here and long story short we've been breeding OG for 20 years now um, a good friend you know everyone knows boxcar Kelly the original breeder of the Lemonhead OG, we uh, got together. He gave me some seed from that. And now uh, last year we bred Lemon OG with uh, our original, we call Cherry Creek OG. And we're able to do an R&D test on that this year. And next year we're going to be putting that out for production. It's a, it's a heavy hitter. The uh, mom tested up in the low 30s in the THC and 38 
percent total cannabinol. So we're we're excited about those new breeds, and I'm really excited about all the new breeds everybody else has been coming up with. You know, um, that Fatso OG is uh, a funky, super strong strain, and we're looking forward to doing some breeding with that one as well. So, yeah, everything's looking up here as far as the breeding goes. Awesome, Phil. Thanks for taking the time to tell us about those strains. I can personally attest to the quality of these strains, having known Phil for many years now. And I just want to point out that when something awesome like the Small Farmers Initiative happens, um, this is the result. You know, this you consumers get to access these amazing genetics, like real legacy genetics that have been up in the hills being developed for so many years. And it's just so super cool and awesome that this is the result of that. It really reflects the spirit of our community. So, again, super thank you to everybody that organized the Small Farmers Initiative. And, Phil, I just want to ask you, how did you feel when you found out you'd gotten the free booth? Well, I don't feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I had to work so hard for everything I've ever gotten. So I didn't expect much. I know there's a lot of good farms out there that deserve this as well. But... um, you know, I felt like it was time for us to really step it up and tell people our story. Since we've been up here for so long, we've seen so many different things happen and involve um, with the cannabis industry. So we're we're really excited about it, about it all. I just want to give one shout out too to Vital Distribution. Um, when I finished my application, we didn't have anything tested. And those guys went out of their way to help me and get this done overnight and packaged and everything. So big thanks to Vital for that. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. Can't wait to see your booth at the Harvest Ball and and check out your product in person. And that will be, I believe, the Small Farmers Initiative has a special area for all um, where all the farmers will be. And we'll make sure to get you all that information, too, to our listeners. So thanks, Phil, so much for sharing your story with us. And next up, we are going to talk to Chia. Chia is with Arcana Flowers and Rivershire Farms. Chia, do you want to take it away? Hi, yeah. Thanks, Jen. Um, Pardon the dog barking in the background. Um, (laughs) Country life. Well, um, me and my husband have Rivershire Farms in Redwood Valley, and our brand is called Arcana Flowers. And we've had a booth at the Emerald Cup um, a bunch of times in the past. So um, it felt really nice to um, be involved in the Small Farmers Initiative and, and win a booth because, as many of us know, you know, this year has been a challenge monetarily. And um, so just we, we actually applied for a booth and then we won a booth. So um, it felt really good. Our pocketbooks were, were feeling happy about that. So um, we're really excited to be here. And we're a second-generation uh, family farm. Both my husband and myself um, have been doing this for, we just finished our 23rd year of cultivation together. Um, so been doing this quite a while here on our, our farm. Um, and so we're we're at booth SF20. 
if people want to come by. I know we haven't really talked about booth numbers and stuff quite yet. Um, but we'll be showcasing three of our proprietary strains that we're really proud of this year. And um, we'll have the Jedi Knights OG, which is um, kind of a, a gassy OG that my husband has been working on for quite a while. It's it's a really fun one to cultivate, and um, we're loving the the effects of that. And also the pineapple cheesecake, which is one of my personal favorites. It's just got a lot of flavor and a really amazing nose on it. Um, and then we'll also have the true Barrymore, which has been one of our really like fun named strains that um, typically comes in extremely high in THC. And this year we actually got our highest result we've ever got off of that. So that's exciting. Um, we got like a 31.08% on the, the THC there and a total of like 36.8% on cannabinoids. So that's really exciting. We'll have that there. It's a limited edition. So come by the booth and, and smell all the different things that we'll have. And um, also, we're going to be having some swag for Ladybuds, which is a little bit of a fundraiser for for the film. So we'll have that at our booth as well. And um, excited to, to talk to people also at the fireside chat. So I hope people come by and... Um, smoke a doobie and sit around and talk about the film so um i'm really excited about this weekend it's been a while of course so (laughs) getting getting ready and i I feel like we're we're ready for it so thanks for having me thank you chia thank you so much and yeah totally okay and encouraged to announce your booth numbers so listeners know where they can find you Um, Phil, do you know what your booth number is before we move on? I just want to give you a chance to share that if you want to. Yeah. We're in uh, SF24, my favorite Willie Mays number. Awesome. It was meant to be. (laughs) Cool. So, all right. Moving on. Yes. Awesome. Um, moving on here, uh, Chia, is there anything else you want to say before I call on the next farmer to speak? Well, sure. I just um, really wanted to say thank you so much to Tim and to Michael and the whole team that has really made this happen, Brandy and all the distributors and everybody. Um, you know, this is really like a testament to what Michael was talking about, which is like we are stronger together and to utilize um, this opportunity to um to stand up for ourselves and really put ourselves out there we have all been working so hard for so long um we really deserve a a a moment in the spotlight um to really you know showcase what these small farmers can do and and we're getting you know we're getting squeezed pretty hard out there right now and uh you know numbers aren't climbing they're just kind of dropping so this is a really great opportunity for people to um, make a little cash and also just to kind of put themselves out there the emerald cup in the past has been one of the most amazing ways for my brand and my farm to um, connect and network with brands with dispensaries with distributors and so on Um, so I'm I'm really stoked for everybody to get this opportunity. So um, thank you so much. And I just want to also plug um, for anybody listening to join MCA um, and to become a member. 
they do so much for us, Michael and the whole team um, and all the farmers who volunteer their time to help with MCA. It's a great organization and um, they're really doing a lot of the work that uh, us small farmers can't do by ourselves. So I just wanted to give a shout out and say thank you for that. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Chia. Um, I totally echo what you said in terms of everyone being stronger together. And one of the most touching parts of this whole situation is that like, as soon as the contest winners were announced, people were all like, okay, you know, who can I share my booth with or who can I get in here with me? Like, how can we get the most number of people into these booths, which was so awesome, but not a surprise considering how generous our community always has been with one another. And on that topic, I'm going to call on Blair Auclair next. She is with Radical Herbs, and she will be at the Mendocino Producers Guild booth, where I also will be with my farm, Wildland Cannabis. And that is a great example of a collaborative booth. I think we're going to have nine farms in this one booth. It's going to be totally awesome. So, Blair, do you just want to chime in and talk all about your farm, Radical Herbs, and also about the MPG booth? Hi, yeah. Uh, I'm Blair from Radical Herbs. Um, we have a farm, diversified farm, up here in uh, Covelo Round Valley in Mendocino County. And um, yeah, we back in 2018, we were super honored to win the um, Regenerative Farm Award at the Emerald Cup with two other amazing farms. Um, super grateful for what the Emerald Cup did with that. And, um, we just kind of strive to, we, we, my husband and I are both first generation farmers. We got into farming through, uh, vegetable production, both came out to Covelo to farm veggies. And I personally had no idea about, um, cannabis culture when I, when I, when I got here, but, um, I think it was impossible to, to not see it and discover it once, once I arrived and, um, for us, we really just feel like creating an ecosystem and a farm that really incorporates a ton of diversity and all the different things that we love growing animals, plants, different herbs, vegetables um, is really our passion. And we feel super lucky to be able to cultivate cannabis right now legally in California, even though it has been, you know, extremely challenging and at many times feeling like we have like our feet are in cement blocks or something because of how the regulations have really taken away the ability for us to take products, you know, more directly to, to consumers. There's so many steps along the way that um, we have to go through in order to make that happen. And I think one of the things, many things that, you know, that this small farmers initiative is, is so great that it's giving us an opportunity to be face to face with like and getting to meet our consumers that's what we get to do every week at our farmers markets when we sell vegetables and you know it's so amazing to get to hear feedback and hear from people that you know we're helping them they love what we're producing and all these things and we're not able to do that with our cannabis really right now so um we're just really excited too like so much of what we do is because we love our community too. And it really feels like that this, um, you know, being in this, uh, the hall of flowers with all these other small farmers from around the state is like just such an awesome, warm community feeling. I can feel it already. And just 
you know, working with um, the Mendocino Producers Guild and these nine farms and us trying to like vision and put the booth together and helping each other. I think it's so much what this, um, <clears throat> you know, originally what this industry is about and so much why I love what we do. And so it's a real honor to, to, to be here and to be doing that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll be, um, at least for what we'll be providing, um, we'll have a, a dog walker strain that we have and we're new to packaging again um and so we're pretty excited about uh having our flowers in our own packaging and kind of sharing our farming practices and and talking to people and then um the other farms that are going to be at the mendocino producers guild booth are um lost paradise organics uh bunny moon magic perrin family farm wildland that's eugen uh, First Cut Farms, Marijuana, who we'll be talking to, um, Silver Dragon, and Gooey. And so, yeah, it's great. We're, we're also planning um, a number of farmers markets um, <clears throat> this year, too, in Laytonville, uh, where we'll also be able to sell uh, directly to, to consumers as well that we're super excited about. Awesome. Thank you, Blair. And thanks so much for bringing up the Mendocino Producers Guild of Markets. I was hoping that you would mention that. That is, Those are going to be some amazing direct-to-consumer events, something this community really needs. So yeah, I hope I everybody will participate. And yeah, um, um, we'll, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say one other thing, too. I will be on a panel um, with two other farms um, at 2 p.m. on Saturday. And um, it'll be just like a panel on regenerative farming from um, Bryceland in Humboldt County and Green Source Gardens up in Oregon. Um, so that should be cool, too, if anyone's around wants to hang out and listen to that. Well, thank you, Blair. And do you know the uh, Mendocino Producers Guild booth number for anyone that might be curious? I it's do. It's okay if you don't. I do, oh, great. <laughs> um, it's SF5 and 6. It's it's two booths. Perfect. Yes, great. So definitely comment down and check out that booth. And um, Thank you, Blair. Is there anything else that you want to add before we move on to Nate from Higher Heights? Um, just thanks to everybody who helped make this thing possible. Like it's so incredible, everything that you've done to make it a reality. And also I just wanted to, to mirror to what Michael said about, you know, supporting if, if you're a cannabis farmer out there, like supporting MCA and the work that we're doing, um, policy work, both on the local and then through origins council on the state level is just so important there's so many amazing people really trying to change regulations and make them more workable and yeah if you become a member of mca you automatically become a member of oc which is now like the largest trade association um in california so just can't say enough how important it is to to try to make that support as well thank you blair so we are going to move on to Nate from Higher Heights. Nate is also a recipient of one of the um, contest booths from the Small Farmers Initiative. 
And real quick before Nate tells us all about his awesome farm, I just want to shout out Flying Tiger Farms and also Lovingly and Legally as two of the contest winners as well. They did not join us this morning, but they will be there with their awesome booths. So make sure to check them out too. All right, Nate, do you want to take it away and tell us all about your farm and what you're going to be bringing to the Harvest Ball? Sure. Yeah. So uh, we're uh, in Western Mendocino County, a little bit more of a coastal influence. I like to call it the Turp Belt. And you get an extra level of smell and taste with the coastal influences. It's uh, a really noticeable thing. And, you know, we've been um, growing a, in a mixed light setting. Uh, I don't use lights on any level, but we, uh, we pull tarp. And so we do light deprivation. So my focus is pulling crops in the summer. And these events are always a little bit challenging in that way. I have a, a outdoor garden as well, but you know, really my favorite flower of the year is my light depth flower. I love that midsummer finish and, uh, something about, you know, growing in the, in the peak season there, uh, you know, the heat and the sun in the summer, it, it, it makes a really special finished product. So we're going to have some, uh, light depth flower, a variety called Donnie Burger. And uh, that's a real purple, real heavy, um, interesting kind of a, a garlicky kind of a nose and flavor to it, which is pretty cool. It's one I've been growing for the last few years that I happen to enjoy. And, you know, for me, I, I got started in this as a teenager. I've been pulling tarps since uh, 2003, and it's it's something that, uh, you know, I started growing in the mid-90s uh, and, and found my way out here and, and jumped in. And, um, yeah, uh, I used to see Chia on the road up on Radical Ridge back in the day. So, yeah, it's, it's some fun memories to uh, still be in the mix with all these people that have, um, you know, either grown up here or, or been here for a long time. So, you know, we're uh, we're focused on um, our, our small-scale production. And, you know, I really see right now it's like a, a race to the bottom in the industry on a lot of levels. And I think that's going to alienate a lot of people. And, you know, California, uh, we've been really spoiled with quality i think the prop 215 era uh you know was a major peak of quality availability all the very small production farms putting out a legitimately boutique product and you know that was a a really uh beautiful example of uh community generated industry we made that happen that came from pretty much nothing to, you know, widely available, very high grade flour all around California. And I think consumers at this point are getting alienated by a combination of factors. I think the, uh, the quality is dropping off on some levels because the, uh, you know, the, the focus now is weight and production. It's not really about quality first and foremost. And I think a lot of people are slipping. And so I think that's going to, cause a problem for the consumer too because consumers that have been around for a minute have seen a lot of great flour in dispensary shelves and i think they're seeing less of it and then i would say likewise the taxation structures that are just completely ridiculous and out of control are creating a dynamic where people don't want to shop in the recreational market and we really have to do something about that so you know my opinion my focus through my light depth work and, and through my full sun garden is don't try to do too much. You really need to do something that comes off quality. That's got to be the forefront. And if you're not coming off quality, you are going to have a big problem in the market. So I think right now a lot of people are getting 
uh, swayed by the, oh, well, you know, the price dropped. So now I just have to grow more. And, you know, I think that's, uh, like I say, sort of a race to the bottom. So our focus at Higher Heights is all about reaching the higher heights. It's about being at the top of the quality range that we can reach. It's about, you know, our day-to-day life, reaching for a higher place and, um, you know, spiritually and, and uh, consciously just really always trying to be it at a high place and, and live at a high vibration and provide that through our flower. And for me, you know, I've, I've been a consumer for a long time now. I've been smoking cannabis more or less daily for 25 plus years. So, uh, in the course of that time, I've gotten to know what I like and my production is very centered on what I enjoy smoking. And, uh, you know, I'm not doing this for a corporate bottom line. I never will. And I think it's really important to, uh, you know, come through with, with things that I, as a connoisseur, if I enjoy them, then I really feel like other people that are, um, similarly minded, you know, they're going to have a good response to that flower. So, the Emerald Cup is an integral, uh, you know, opportunity within that. I mean, it's it's just epic market research every time I've ever been. I, I get to see what people are putting out. And, you know, back in the day, we had very little window on what else was going on. I used to go up in a Cessna every fall in the 2000s just so we could see what was happening around the county because we never really had uh, Google Earth and we never had Instagram and we never had all this advertising. So, you know, it was a different time. And in this era, it's pretty exciting to be able to really have a finger on the pulse and, um, you know, get to, get to see what kind of great flowers coming out, uh, you know, really get a window on who out there is, is putting out a top grade product and, and what it is that's making it that way, how they're, how they're achieving that. So, you know, it's a, it's an interesting time. And this is the first time I've gotten to bring my own products to Emerald Cup. I want to big up sticker farmer real quick as a, local crew um, up in Laytonville, Pam and Joey and the whole team up there, the Big Dread. All those people have really, uh, you know, opened up the marketing and the branding concepts for people, made it really easy. I needed to get jars, you know, on on the drop of a hat for this event. And uh, they came through for me immediately and, um, you know, surpassed my expectations on the layout of my logo and, and really making the thing look good. So, you know, as a team effort, um, it's good to have some local small businesses that get real creative and help us to get creative and, uh, you know, put a, put a product on the shelf that's interesting and looks cool. And then when you get in there, really, you got to be happy with the flower that's, that's inside as well. Um, and, you know, breeding is another crucial part of our work and, and just work here in the county in general. Um, I want to big up my friend Mendo, Mikey Lyon. He made a selection of a strain called Mendo Crumble which is something we'll have at the uh, Emerald Cup as well. Kind of a flagship strain for me these days, incredible outdoor quality and production uh, hand-in-hand from Clone, which is not common. So, yeah, we'll have um, Mendo Crumble and Donnie Burger, and then I want to big up uh, Heritage Mendocino and Ukiah as well, uh, Kyle and his wife Coral, and um, Bell on the hash, and uh, my man Brian, the Bryantist, those guys are really putting out some incredible products over there and uh, pushing hash into a whole nother level in terms of, um, you know, taking our local production and refining it literally into, uh, into diamonds and, and gold. <laughs> so it's a special thing, uh, you know, again, just to have these local small groups. When you spend money with these people, then you're funding their family and you're keeping, you know, food on the table and you're keeping, 
our industry vibrant. And, um, you know, that's, that's really what it takes is supporting each other and, um, you know, really bigging each other up and, and trying to put energy into the work that's happening. Absolutely. That is so true, Nate. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm so glad you were able to be super flexible and make it onto our show at the last minute, because I totally echo everything you said, um, especially about the market and needing to produce a high quality product. And so we are going to give the floor to Marty right now for Marty Wana to talk for a couple minutes about what he's going to be bringing to the MPG booth. And then we'll hear a little quick wrap from Tim and Michael, and that'll take us to the end of the show. All right, Marty, you want to take it away? Yeah, thanks, Jen. Um, I'll be quick. I just wanted to uh, thank Tracy Peller with the Mendocino Producers Guild that got involved with um, Mike and Tim and putting this all together. She's been a big part of having weekly meetings and I'm, I'm just happy um, that I have a place to bring some flour um, to the event. I'm bringing uh, the caramel apple gelato that I've been growing for a couple of years. Um, the tests were really good on it. The total terpenes were 3.5%. So it's very flavorful, um, you know, great prices at the event for uh, consumers to buy direct, you know, they could save a little money um, from buying at a dispensary and get it direct from uh, the farmer. So it's a really good opportunity. Um, MPG talks about we're better together. Um, did I say that right? <laughs> yeah, we're better together. And, um, you know, it's nice that I'm going to be around these eight or nine small farms in these two booths, but also around 30 or 40 other small farms. And I'm just really excited about the event and you know, I grow as sustainable as I can, all organic amendments. I work really hard every day on my garden. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the event. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Thanks for everybody for being involved. Thank you so much, Marty. All right, Tim and Michael, we've got like four minutes here for you guys to just um, give a quick little recap or a wrap, however you want to leave our listeners with some last thoughts about the Small Farmers Initiative and the Harvest Ball. And I also just want to make sure that everybody who's listening knows where to find these awesome small farmers. And I believe that is in the Hall of Flowers. Correct me if I'm wrong. But in the Hall of Flowers, there's going to be a special area um, for our small farmers, which is where you will find everyone that you heard on this show today with all of these incredible genetics that you really you cannot find um, genetics and quality like this anywhere else. So I'm going to hand it over now to Tim and Michael, and they're going to take us to the end of our program today. Go for it, guys. Well, thanks. Thank you, Jen. And again, KZOX, all the support you do. Just listening to all these wonderful people, Phil and, and uh, Nate and everybody. Chia, just, uh, just, I am so humbled and honored to have you guys be part of this. Uh, please come out. Everybody support the small farmers. And, you know, uh, I want to give a plug for the small farmers initiative, but most of the booths there are, are small farmers and product makers. So we do have some larger sponsors and whatnot, but most of us in there are all small farmers, product makers. So everybody needs the support. Come out and have a good time with us, party, celebrate. And, uh, at the same time, you know, support them because they, they really need it. They need these direct to consumer 
uh, moments, whether it's uh, the farmers markets like we used to do at Area 101. We need to open that up across the state so that we can get direct access. We need farmers markets in every county in the state, and we need more events and uh, across the board, and we just need more retail so that wonderful small farmers like this group and everybody else have more of an access and don't have to compete with those big brands. But uh, it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Come down and join us and play with us and watch the music, see the speakers. I went over these speaker panels, just so many uh, uh, panels I can't even keep up with the, all the names I'd like to throw out there to everybody, but just check it out on the website, uh, emeraldcup.com. Uh, thank you to Michael and Nick Svigley and Janine and, and Chris Anderson and Tracy Peller, uh, all the support that everybody's done. Uh, you know, I just, my hat's off to you, especially you, Michael. Uh, you know, you've just done a wonderful job. Uh, thank you very much. Well, it's been my pleasure, and it's it's been my pleasure to to be able to be on the show and hear everyone talk about their farms and their products and uh, being able to come together. That's that's what we've all been working towards. And it, it's been my honor really to be able to to participate in this and help facilitate it. That's That's been my goal for some time personally to help facilitate small farmers access to market. And so I, I jumped at the chance and, and I'm grateful that it's been received. You know, there are going to be bumps in the road. This is a, it's a new program The the regulations are the regulations and we're all going to face challenges, but the, the goodwill that has come together from everyone about this has really been very rewarding, super grateful. And yeah, Jen, you're totally right. Uh, this area, the small farmers initiative area, which is, uh, called the Craft Cannabis Marketplace will be in the Hall of Flowers. We have our own section uh, towards the rear of the building, the VIP area, if you will. Uh, but it's open to the public because everyone, of course, coming to the show deserves access to these very important products. And uh, everyone coming to the show, of course, is a very important person. So we're totally grateful. Uh, check out the the website, theemeraldcup.com. Also, Tim and the team and Taylor have done a great job with the app for the event, the Harvest Ball app that's available online now. You can see all of the booths, get information about them. You can go online and you can, uh, you know, schedule your app experience. You can get updates on things happening on the ground. So check that out. It's a great resource and you'll get a ton of access to really useful information. Oh, thanks, Michael. All right. That thank is, you, yeah, everyone. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.